0: Good morning! All right, everybody, we're back uh, today. We have a kind of an unorthodox episode of Avoiding the Puddle. Um, I had a guest scheduled, and there was some scheduling mishaps, and you know, so all of a sudden, last minute, the legend Markman hits me up, and he's like, "Yo, dude, we got you. Got to get me on the podcast. We got to talk about Street Fighter Cross Tekken." And of course, everyone heard about it. They showed all this new footage, and uh, there was a playable build at Captivate. So today we have Mark Ben on the show to tell us all about his experiences with Street Fighter Cross Tekken. What's up, Mark?
1: What's up, Eris? Uh, thank you again for having me on the podcast. That's Always cool. down to do stuff with Avoiding the Puddle. Thank you bro, for, cool. for being on. Hey, no problem. Uh, my pleasure. Like I said, uh, so Captivate just happened. It was about a week and a half ago over in Miami, Florida. And uh, you guys are familiar with Captivate. Uh, Captivate is pretty much Capcom's media and kind of relationship with their licensees. Uh, it's what they do every year where they kind of give everyone a 12-month, 12- to 15-month snapshot of what's coming what's coming out. So it's a big media event. It's probably their biggest media announcement of the year, other than E3. So it pretty much just gets the ball rolling for the most part for what they're going to be releasing. Now, uh, is, this, uh, the, is
0: this event uh, only for industry, or is it open to the public?
1: It's a private event. They actually okay. invite this um some licensed partners, I think there were only maybe like five or six different companies other than Madcatz. Oh, so Legends just, only, huh? Yeah, and then they have the press people, so okay, it, it was a, a small crowd for sure.
0: Were there any other fighting games at the event that are worth noting that, that were shown?
1: Yeah, I mean, they, they, there was a lot of talk about just Street Fighter in general. Okay, uh, Next year's going to be Street Fighter's 25th anniversary, so they were trying to hype up that for the coming year. Also, one thing that they talked a lot about was uh, Street Fighter IV Arcade Edition. Okay. So, as we know, that's coming out June 7th on DLC for all you Street Fighter fans out there.
0: Yeah, I know. Well, there's, there's a lot of them, God
1: knows. Do they
0: happen to mention anything about changes to the console version, or is it just going to be straight Arcade Edition?
1: It's going to be straight Arcade Edition. They've, um, they've done a lot of work on the back end for the online features. Oh, cool. Uh, there's actually a trailer out there. I don't know if everyone saw it, but if you have a chance to check out the Captivate trailer for uh, Arcade Edition, it kind of, like, outlines all the cool stuff they've they've actually done for the, art, for the online portion of the game, which is interesting to note because ono also mentioned that everything that you see for Arcade Edition w- should be implemented in Street Fighter and Tekken it hits console.
0: That's right, and I also heard him say at least everything. Like, that's the base work for... Yeah, so
1: we can actually uh, see a lot more for the Street Fighter Cross second title. And just to give everyone an idea of what it is, if you're familiar with Street Fighter 4 online, it has a spectator mode. Um, You can play Endless Battle with, like, up to eight players. Um, Another really cool thing is it has enhanced content uh, starting with the Arcade Edition upgrade where you can actually um, follow people and their replays. So you could track up to five different people. Say, if you want to follow Daigo and watch him play, you could watch him, watch Tokido play, watch Alex Faye play. You could follow all the guys, <laughs> and you could actually share the replays um, up to 50 different files that you save with your friends, people on your friends lists, and so on. So it's, it's pretty cool, actually. It's more networking involved uh, socially, so it, it actually encourages people to like share share information.
0: Very cool. Very cool. It seems like we're finally figuring out what the internet is for. You know, so that's really cool. I, I'm excited about that, but
1: other than porn, right? Yeah,
0: other you know, other than gay porn in my case. But <laughs> let me let me get down to the nitty gritty, dude. Because I went I went to Wednesday night fights last night, and that's like a, you know like Mike Ross and you know James Chen. Everyone's there, right? And they all just ran up to me like, "Dude, let's talk about Street Fighter Cross Tekken." So. I mean just the general feel I get from everyone is that everyone is really excited about this game and you actually got to play it. So yeah. I want to I want to just pick your brain because you know we you're kind of like the Tekken community's man on the inside. You know, you you were able to play it and I want to know first of all how is the uh button layout? Is it a 6 button layout like uh, Street Fighter 4?
1: Yeah, the the way it plays is it, it's pretty much it's just like Street Fighter 4. It has the exact same button layout and mapping. So those of you that are familiar with Street Fighter IV that have the basic gameplay mechanics, you could probably go in there with a the Street Fighter character and play pretty much the same.
0: Interesting, interesting. Now let's talk about some of the system wide mechanics, things that are like, you know, focus esque. Is there anything like focus that exists in the game?
1: At this point, no, but there are special things like, you know, um, obviously the throw system is just like Street Fighter IV, it's the two weak attacks. Okay. Um, moving onward, each of the the different levels of attack have a unique uh, function. If you hit the medium attacks, which is which is the focus attack in Street Fighter IV series, mm-hmm. you actually tag in and out of the game, or t- tag your characters in and out. Very cool. So it's the two medium attacks. Now, um, it has an interesting mechanic where you can actually cancel moves at any frame and actually tag the other character in. So like, let's say you do like EX hurricane kick with Ken, and you know how oh, it kind of has like some startup and it has some blocks and if they're blocking it, right? right? If you tag in the middle of that, you can actually pull in your other character and start a mix-up, or you could grab them or something like that. So it actually be cool.
0: Does that require any kind of meter?
1: It does. It does, actually. You'll see um, in a lot of the videos that you watch online, you'll see like a little golden flash, kind of like an EX move, mm-hmm. or a focus attack dash cancel. Um, when you do that, that's when you use up the meter for tag canceling. Very interesting.
0: So you can freely tag at any point, but to do the... the tag cancel it requires meter
1: that's correct now um people that are familiar with tech and tag um, usually when they're doing tag moves they'll do like launcher then they'll kind of like buffer tag afterwards or they'll hit tag immediately afterwards for this one it's um it doesn't work as friendly you kind of have to like do the move stop and then when you have an available input that's when you hit it unless you're actually doing the tag cancel of the move
0: i see okay so if you do it the way if you like pre-buffer it like tag you may uh-huh. accidentally do the tag cancel, which costs meters.
1: Yeah, I mean, but for the most part, the way that the, the system works is in order to do, like, pure tag combos where you actually guarantee the, the next move to hit from the next character, you're going to have to do a tag cancel. There's not that much time in between. Everything is act- actually pretty strict. Interesting, interesting.
0: And then you were saying that all of the buttons have, uh, the combinations have some kind of function. What about uh, Fierce Punch and Roundhouse?
1: Actually, when you press those together, you have a generic launcher, and um, the generic launchers are actually pretty cool. It's like a, those of you that are familiar with Tekken, it's a class one launch, so it's a really high launch. Okay. Um, it kind of felt like an incomplete mechanic, because um, it's hard to say, it's like you can't combo into it. It's okay. kind of like like a whip punish. Um, it's not really like an option, so I think, so you don't really, like, if I, if I was mixing up low jab, uh-huh. and then, like, low jab into the launcher, it kind of didn't beat out anything, mm. so. It was, it was kind of weird, but um, I, I can definitely see them uh, implementing that in, in, in certain ways. One of the things I noticed uh, a lot of the moves in this game has is they have the uh, super armor or the hyper armor where moves would actually eat up a hit before coming out. Really? Um, yeah, a good example, like Marnic has his, his back too, Everyone knows that's like a big spinning back fist that right. he does. Uh-huh. Um, that move would eat a hit from another move and still connect. Wow. So moves oh. like that. And uh, a lot of those the moves in the game had that kind of property.
0: Very cool. Um, I, I saw a video of King doing his hop kick, the hop knee. Is that the, an example of what you're talking about?
1: Well, well, see, the thing is there's two different variations of it. There's the, the generic launcher version, which is the knee, and there's also his upward uh, kick. I think it was just upward roundhouse to do his generic knee, and that did not punch, which is sad. That's weird, huh?
0: Um,
1: yeah. the, I
0: guess uh, to go off on a tangent... Um, just based on your overall experience, before we get too far into the game, how complete did the game feel to you? I know it's just really early on, right?
1: Yeah, it's, it's very early, and from what the team told me, obviously, the game won't be coming out till next year, mm-hmm. so there's a lot of time between now and then, and from what I'm hearing is that they have, uh, the build that they showed us at uh, Captivate is going to be completely different from the one that that's going to be coming up. Obviously, everyone knows the next big show is going to be E3, mm-hmm. so... Um, they told me to, to keep watching because there's going to be some big changes that they think that the fighting game community will like. I don't know if that's good for Tekken fans, good for Street Fighter fans, or whatever, but um, it seems like it's kind of missing, like, a dramatic gameplay element. Other, I mean, other than the tag, obviously the tag is in there, mm-hmm. but kind of like how Street Fighter had the focus attacks yeah. and and how Tekken has rage and stuff like that, They're, it's missing, like, a key comeback element. Oh, to the God. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was, I was joking about this shit, like, People were saying they're so glad that there's no
0: uh, X Factor or anything, and I was like, "Don't get excited yet, because there's a lot of room on the right and the left of the life bars. So who knows what they're going to put in there that could just fuck the whole game up, you know? So don't don't speak too soon." But um, I wanted to uh, ask you. So um, I saw in some of the videos there's some kind of charge uh, function where you can charge moves. What's that all
1: about? Oh, okay, that's actually a really cool element in the game. Um, For the most part, I I found it kind of useless for most characters. Mm -hmm. But um, let's say, for example, each character has this charge move. And um, for for Ryu, it's his fireball. So you could do his fireball, hold the button down, and if you hold it uh, a certain amount of frames, it'll turn into his EX fireball. And that's without using any meter. Obviously, it comes out slower since you're charging it up, but you could actually charge it and you'll do an EX fireball. You could control the distance that you hold it, so like if someone's jumping in, you can kind of like time when they're going to land on the fireball. Okay. And then if you charge it all the way, which probably takes like maybe three or four seconds, you'll end up doing a super. Wow. That's That's without using a meter. Holy shit. So it it has its uses. I mean, uh, I couldn't really tell with Ryu that much if there was really any dramatic gameplay difference for using it, but I know... You could really since you could release it at any time, it kind of gives you some control over it. But with Kazuya, if you do his charge up punch, it was like quarter circle back punch. Mm -hmm. Hold it down. You're vulnerable while you're in the charge state. But once doesn't carry
0: anything or anything, anything, huh?
1: No. But once you do let go of it and the move is coming out, it has hyper armor and it'll go through stuff. Hmm. So you were actually able to bait people. Like if if you do it right in front of them on wake up, you try to get up and try to hit you. Just let it go right before they hit you, and bam. For Or full EX animation.
0: That's very interesting. Um,
1: What about, I guess, you know,
0: there's so many things to talk about, but what about the general wake-up system? I noticed that it looks like backdashes still have uh, eight frames of invincibility or similar to
1: that. Um, Is that correct? Yeah, backdashes felt exactly like Street Fighter 4. Uh, To me, I mean, all the second characters, it seems like they have the same backdash speed as well. It doesn't look like they're different, like the Street Fighter characters have certain speeds going forward and backward.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, But one interesting thing to note um, when you're on the ground on Oki, everyone knows from the second games you can actually roll forward and backward. That's implemented into the game. You could do that in Street Fighter Cross Second. So you could do a back roll or a forward roll, like the cross dive chop thing. It doesn't work as an attack. You can't hit the character, but you're invulnerable while you're doing it. Oh, very
0: interesting. Are you able to. Like, if, if you're on one-player's side and you knock someone down, is the two-player character able to roll forward through the character so that he ends up on one player side?
1: Yes. Oh, wow. That's really you interesting. You control which direction you go, and, like, let's say you're trying to do, like, a meaty cross-up afterwards. Mm-hmm. Obviously, roll is going to go right through the, that meaty cross-up, and we're um, getting games from there. So there, there's definitely some wake-up options now. Interesting, um, interesting. Getting up and rolling away, like, if you had, like, Abel's roll or something like that. Huh. Um, also,
0: when you're on the ground like that, does it work similarly to Street Fighter IV in the sense that there's like an unteckable sweep and then there's just regular techable? or is there something new involved
1: there? You know, I was messing around with it, um, and I don't know if it was the guy I was playing against sucked or what, but when he whenever he did the roll, I would just dash in and do like a low roundhouse with Kazuya, and it would always hit. So I'm not sure if there's like certain frames where you can't like control where you're, if you're blocking high or low or whatever. Hmm. But it seems like there is some vulnerability there. It's either that or that guy just really sucked.
0: Huh. Well, unfortunately, we can't rely on the random guy who could have sucked for that oh, yeah. info. But uh, what about mids? Uh,
1: does the game
0: function in Tekken like, in any way, like as far as mids, lows, and highs?
1: No, I wish. I wish. <laughs> it it would still works like Street Fighter. Um, there's no pure mids. Um, okay. There's exceptions. Obviously, there's the overheads. Right. Like, they work like Sheet Fighter overheads. Like, Ken's a... Uh, Ken's move that looks like was forward four, that axe kick. I, I don't mm-hmm. know what the command is for Street Fighter. I think it's forward medium kick. Or no, it's forward roundhouse, I think.
0: Uh, I think forward roundhouse is the fake, and forward medium kick is uh, something like that. One of those.
1: It's one of those. But, yeah, that kick is, itself actually puts them into bounce status. It kind of bounces them. Wow. It, and then you could combo after that.
0: Huh. Now, what, what about the juggling in the game? It seems like the juggling is not as... Tight as uh, Street Fighter 4 Like if you jab them out of the air Seems like you could do a combo, is that right?
1: That's correct uh, it's, it's pretty cool because um, Obviously in Tekken we experience this a lot If you're like attacking a character You throw out a jab, it hits them in an airborne state You can actually finish it up with a pretty meaty combo Right and That's no different in this game um, Something I found out later on um, You probably don't see it a lot in the gameplay vids mm-hmm. uh, You might see it in the official trailer But if you hit somebody out of the air You could actually like do a jab then a launcher or jabbed and bound, and then tag out and do another combo. Wow. Um, so, i noticed so far, though, um, there doesn't really seem to be a scaling difference when you tag out and do combos. It doesn't really seem as beneficial than like finishing with just like an EX version or a super version of the move.
0: Huh.
1: So um, I, th- I think they're probably still working on that, but to me, it doesn't seem like there's a benefit to actually doing a tag combo other than switching characters. Huh? Maybe uh, it will be tied to some kind of new meter or something that they haven't implemented i mean
0: just from watching the game it feels like yeah you're right there is something missing i don't know if it's like gonna be something goofy like x-factor or not but there there's something missing especially because of aesthetically the super looks very bland and of course you know it's going to change but i feel like there may be something that they'll add do you agree like some kind of not ultra but something like that
1: yeah i I wouldn't put it against Capcom, obviously in a lot of Capcom games, they have so many different kinds of, like, meters and systems put in place. I mean, yeah. a good prime example is if you look at CBS 2, you see how many different kinds of playstyles they could implement for a gameplay mechanic for a character. Right. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they threw something crazy in there. I mean, I just hope it's fun and it's not super broken.
0: Yeah, no shit.
1: I want it to be competitive. That's what I'm worried about. Like, I don't want it. I don't care
0: about it being fun, you know? We have other games that are fun. I want it to be, like... Fun, but competitive, you know? So, I don't know. I'm really keeping my fingers crossed on that one.
1: I mean, same here. I mean, I was really scared for Marvel vs. Capcom 3 because, you know, usually a game that doesn't go to the arcades usually doesn't stand a chance, and we've seen that kind of like with Soul Calibur and what's happened the past few years. But um, I think Capcom did a great job with Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Obviously, X-Factor is kind of funky, but um, for the most part, I think it's a really playable game for almost any character. It's competitive, but again, that's a that's a different dynamic because you know it's a team bl- team based like game. But I don't know, man. I, I have confidence in what Capcom's doing. Yeah, I've I've said that many
0: times too. I mean, uh, as people know, I'm I'm a big Tekken fan, and I don't really play Capcom games too competitively. But I really uh, do believe in the, that that team, especially like. Both of the teams, the Marvel team and the and Ono and his uh, Street Fighter team, and uh, you know it's been proven they've been making really good games and they've kind of like brought back fighting games in a sense. So it's almost like all fighting game fans kind of have to tip their hats to those guys because they're doing something right, you know. So I,
1: I, I know I sure do. I mean, I probably wouldn't have the job I have right now if it wasn't for those guys.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh shit.
1: Uh, and you know, and plus Ono is such a goofy guy, dude. <laughs> that guy is too he's, good, man. He's the only, uh, only game developer I've seen that would flip people off. When yeah, you I, tell know. I know, I know. When I met him in
0: Japan, it was so like it was crazy because. When I take pictures with Harada, for those of you who don't know who are listening, he never wants to flip off the camera. He's always like, no, no, I'm a gentleman. You should try it sometime, Ares. You know, he's got that attitude. And then when I met Ono and I took a picture with him, he was like, yeah, double fingers, fuck everybody. So it was, like, really funny. He's got a good attitude. I like that guy.
1: Yeah, he's he's great. I mean, I had a chance to talk with him a lot over the weekend. It was pretty funny, actually, because – he knows I'm a Tekken fan. He he knows I like, as much as I try to fake the funk and wear like Street Fighter shirts at his <laughs> event. He knows he's like, oh, where's your Tekken shirt? <laughs> That's, That's cool, pretty... man. Um, I wanted to uh,
0: also ask you some other stuff. Like, for example, I, I, as everyone now knows, you there's a video of you playing King, and your King is also your favorite character, as far as I know, right?
1: Yeah, he's he's been my favorite character for like. You so uh, uh, must have probably. been
0: really amped up that he was playable.
1: Yeah, I was, I was actually surprised at the character selection. I don't know if um, if we went over this yet, but um, so the demo at the at Captivate, they had 10 characters, right? Mm-hmm. They had, uh, on the second side, they had Kazuya, Nina, which everyone knew already, but they also had Bob, Marduk, and King. Mm-hmm. I thought the characters selection <laughs> was kind of weird. I thought they would probably put some of the more popular characters in. Yeah, I know. So I was really, really glad they put King in there, and he kind of translated pretty well. They put in his giant swing. He has his shining wizard. He has running Power Bomb, he has uh, a lot of cool stuff. But then he also has a lot of moves that he doesn't have, so it's kind of weird. So I was kind of like, yeah, whatever, but <laughs> <laughs> James, Zangief's Body Splash and Zangief's Double Knee Drop,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I, I was feeling that. So, huh. and, and the coolest thing is he has his, his punch, or his, his reversals. In yeah, the- I saw that. I was going to ask you about that. So he has two reversals. Uh, which is uh, back, all three punches, are back and all three kicks. Wow, okay. Back, all three kicks will reverse any special move on the ground, unless it's a fireball, and uh, any mid and high moves. So it doesn't do generic lows. But if, okay. let's say, you, someone's doing a block string, like, especially Street Fighter characters, like, you know, obviously, like, Ryu would do, like, certain block strings. If yeah. you just the reversal out while he's doing that, it will destroy him.
0: Oh, my God, dude. That sounds
1: so cheap. And then the air reversals, you could kind of, like, uh, mash back and forward and do the three punches thing, mm-hmm. and you're able to reverse both ways to beat cross-ups right now. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> like, like, someone someone's trying to do an air-hurricane cross-up. Right. That's not against King. He'll, he'll eat that alive. Oh,
0: no shit.
1: And is there a whip
0: animation to it?
1: There is a whip animation, but the, the thing is, the window um, that you have to do the reversal is pretty big. I, I was messing around with that, so I was I was pretty hyped for that.
0: Well, I mean, you know, it, like we said, it's really early, and stuff like this could change, but that sounds really cheap.
1: Yeah, well, well for now, especially since there's, like, no way to really punish it. I, another move I want to talk about is Marduk's Tackle. Uh-huh. Uh, it's, it's in some of the videos right now, but that move is so fast, and it's unblockable. No way. And it moves across the screen? It moves across the screen. Uh, its hitbox is really small, though. and doing oh, okay. anything other than just standing there... It's gonna whiff. but the oh. thing, the fact that it's blockable and it kind of forces you to move, kind of puts it in Marduk's favor right now. So Maybe it, it's, it's
0: kind of like um, Zangief's running grab, whatever it's called. You know the
1: yeah yeah, it's, 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 it's similar to that except Marduk recovers way faster and he's on the other side of the screen. Huh, interesting. Uh, yeah. I wanted to ask you
0: what for King. Um, he has giant swing. How the hell do you do that in the Street Fighter universe?
1: It's it's half circle forward for that. So it's, it's it's a lot easier. You can't really huh. buffer it, kind of like like uh, other games. But the cool thing is, if you do the EX version, it has so much priority, kind of like Abel's EX uh, tornado throw. Uh-huh. So much priority. The only thing I don't like about it is, it has the slowest startup ever. If you, I, I don't know if any of the vids show where it whiffs, mm-hmm. but he, he doesn't go into it right away. He has some startup into it. So even if he's doing like jab to giant swing, which traditionally in Tekken is pretty fast, right? This game. The other character has so much time they can actually, like, jump up and hit you before that thing comes out.
0: That's really interesting. It's from the sound of
1: it. I mean, I I was talking to you a little bit earlier,
0: and I told you, because for those people listening, I don't know any of this shit. Like, I I specifically didn't read about this game. I watched the videos because I couldn't resist, but I didn't read the details about this game. So this is the first time I'm hearing about any of these system mechanics, and to me, it sounds like such an unpredictable and weird, um, uh, mesh between Tekken and Street Fighter, and I don't know,
1: I mean, is that how you feel too? It's, it is, it's, it's actually a very weird mesh, but, um, when ono was doing his presentation to everybody, I thought that uh, they actually did put a lot of thought into it, because one of the main goals was to try to get the Tekken player into it, because they're trying to reach out to both audiences, and obviously Street Fighter is probably the most well-known platform for these kind of fighting games, mm-hmm. but, um... The, the the steps they took to actually make it more accessible for Tekken players, uh, kind of like the movements and like for example, like with Kazuya, his back three one four one string, mm-hmm. it could be done the exact same way in uh, Street Fighter Cross Tekken, the exact same four buttons. So that's Very
0: interesting, cool.
1: huh? But um, there, there's differences. Like if you want to do his up forward four 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 four, to
0: mm-hmm.
1: do it like quarter circle back, roundhouse, and then keep matching on roundhouse. To get huh?
0: That is super so, weird. And and then like
1: he has his crouch dash, right? He does have his crouch dash. Actually, I was kind of disappointed, and I thought you'd be able to wave dash and stuff and get in people's faces, but (laughs) it's actually the misstep notation, and you can't cancel out of it. Um, There's a way to do it instantly. Like, if you want to do an instant electric, you would have Mm to do first circle forward times two, and that would be the instant version of it. Or you would have to do the misstep version, which is the only way you could kind of delay it or go through projectiles with that move. Okay, let me clear it up. So forward
0: neutral, does a crouch dash?
1: No, it's, it's it's actually forward then down forward. Oh, okay, okay. How you get it to come out, the actual uh, crouch dash. With no button? With no button.
0: Okay, okay, so forward, down forward, or double fireball motion?
1: Double fireball motion will make it come out, like, instantly. And that's the the way you can do the, like, if you want to do a crouch dash move, that's the fastest way to input it. Huh, that's
0: really interesting. And he has electrics, I've seen.
1: He has uh, electric, he has thunder godfuss, he has... Uh, Double health sweep and he has health sweep to the punch.
0: Really? And does an electric have? First of all, is it a high? It's a high. It's,
1: like it's crouchable? crouchable. It, it's 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 crouchable, Yeah, it's high. I mean, and it's only electric. There's no like special ver- version or there's, there's no wind Godfist version. It's always electric.
0: And is it like plus on block in your uh, from what you could tell?
1: It was safe. Uh, I couldn't get anyone to punish it at all.
0: Huh. Interesting. This is. It was so safe. Weird.
1: But The thing is, it, it's slow. It's slow. It's, it's yeah. definitely slow. And it's, it, it has juggle properties, but the recovery is pretty bad. Like, if I, I could never land two electrics unless I was in the corner. Huh, really weird. And then, uh, did you try Bob at all? I did try Bob. I was really hoping that they kept his controls close to how it was in Tekken 6, because so I was ready to do up forward 1 plus 2 hit confirms and stuff like that. But that actually is a crouch dash move. He has a special crouch dash motion where you actually do quarter circle forward and the kick and two kicks and it go into special crouch dash and then you input one of the following moves. So he has his, his, uh, hell sweep or you do like crouch dash then you'd hit a uh, medium kick and then two punch attacks and then you do his, uh, hell sweep move in the game. Interesting, interesting. And
0: I mean, from what people are saying, they feel like he's the character that looks the most out of place. Just because I guess like the way he moves, doesn't really look right for a, a Street Fighter game. Do you
1: agree? I, I agree. I mean, uh, for the most part, he looks like the one that was the least polished up. Uh, Kazuya and Nina look the best because I think they've been working on those characters the longest, but um, okay. Bob, he kind of looks out of place, especially with his animations right now. And you could probably really notice it when he does some of his crazy, like, jumping moves, especially when he does the 4, 1 plus 2, 1.
0: Mm-hmm. That
1: looks crazy.
0: Really? That's crazy. Um, now, going back to King, you were talking about his command throw being a giant swing, and it's just a half-circle motion. Uh, what about uh, what other types of moves did they give him that are, like,
1: special moves?
0: What else does he have?
1: He has um, a unique move with the quarter-circle back uh, punch series. Uh-huh. That is, uh, It's like a, a slap to their chest, and then he goes straight into a multi-throw afterwards. Oh, so God. Do, <laughs> depending on which one you do, it'll have a different extension. It's uh. I believe the, the starter for it in a second is the Kyle Shash with 2 plus 3, so okay. it's his leg lock starter. So okay. you would slap him and then do the leg lock starter and then continue with the multi-throw. So depending on which punch button you use, you'll have a different extension. And um, also if you do the EX version, you'll do more hits of the multi. If you do the super version, which costs a whole meter, uh, which is the same as, as doing an EX version, so it, it really makes no sense if you know it's going to hit to do an EX over the super, because the super does way more damage. Okay. And that kind of seems uh, a bit odd to me at this point, but I'm sure they'll change that.
0: Interesting. Now, wait a minute. Um, what I, I, I didn't even ask you about the supers. Now, how does the super meter work?
1: Uh, basically, you build meter just like in Street Fighter Four, where I'm um, doing block strings and actually inflicting damage on the enemy, mm-hmm. uh, and it builds up the meter, and also when you get hit. So um, the, the way the supers work is it's a single motion with uh, three buttons. So it's not like Street Fighter Four where you have to do double motion. Okay. It's it's kind of like Marvel vs Capcom where you have to do it with a single motion. So r- right now um, each character only has one type of super, from what, mm-hmm. what I was able to find out, and it's the same motion as the charge it moves. Like with uh, Ryu, it's the it's a, a fireball with three buttons. Get instead of two? two. Yeah, and it does the exact same. Well, yeah, because when you do two, you get the EX version. Uh-huh. So when you do three, you end up doing the full super animation as if you were charging it the whole way. So it's just a super fireball for Ryu? Yeah, that's all he has so far. He has a Shin Shoryuken, which I think is just hitting the, an EX Shoryu, um after certain moves.
0: Yeah, I saw that too. I saw he did like a Shin Shoryuken and he said all that shit, but it was like there was no super flash or anything.
1: There was no super flash. There was no dramatic camera angle or anything. It's just a normal move. Like if you did it after the, I don't know, what is that kick? The kick from third strike and it's you do the EX uh, thing afterwards, that's what you would get.
0: Hmm, interesting. Yeah.
1: That's pretty crazy. One of the other things I want to talk about...
0: Uh-huh.
1: Like, uh Oh, sorry. Like, you know with Kazuya, um, his down forward 1 series in uh, Tekken? Yeah. He has, obviously, he has down forward 1-2, which is the bound. He has down forward 1-4, which is kind of like, extends the combo a little bit more, and then he has the down forward one forward 2
0: Right.
1: So he could do all three variations of that move in this game, because there's three different variations. You do one with each punch level, so if you do weak punch, you'll do the bound version. If you do uh, Indian punch, you'll do the punch kick version, and if you do um, the fierce punch one, you'll end up doing the one that's down forward one forward two. So it was it was pretty interesting to see that it has all the options that most of the Tekken characters have in the game.
0: Yeah, that is really cool. I, it just it seems like they're I, it's so weird to me. Like the way they're trying to make it please Tekken fans, but the question is, how effective will they be at doing that? In your opinion, do you feel like the average Tekken player will enjoy this game?
1: I think the average Tekken player will like how accessible it is and how easy it is to get into the game. But the, the thing I really, really hate right now is, you know how Street Fighter uh, characters can link into certain moves and stuff like that? They could do like, with, especially with Ryu, you could do like jab, 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 stand, jab, low roundhouse. house. Uh-huh. Tekken characters have nothing like that at this point. You can't even combo like crouching jab times two with any of the characters. Really? Yes, they they play a lot like Tekken characters where you're if you're using a low jab it's just to interrupt something at this point. What the fuck? So really, yeah, I really wish you were able to combo stuff like that. I mean, comboing to specials is about this is the same. Like with King, I was able to combo his his crouching medium kick into his his uh, command throw, his slap to the command throw. That was easy. With Kazuya, I could combo like his crouching medium kick to something else or crouching fierce into his tsunami kicks. Okay, but you can't link, like, normal moves together.
0: So it's, like, impossible to hit confirm
1: regular stuff? Yes. At this point, yes, except, um, Kazuya has one two two, um, mm-hmm. or it'd be, what is it in this game? It's jab, medium punch, medium punch. Okay. You can kind of hit confirm that, because there's, there's a big window to hit the third button. Okay. But other than that, no. You can't really do, um, Street Fighter style hit confirming.
0: That is incredibly shitty. I can't believe that. I mean, it that's is. almost like you know, you're on our turf now, you know, you, you, we're not going to give you any other good tools that you need to play in a Street Fighter game. That's weird.
1: Yeah, but what I've noticed is a lot of the low moves and a lot of the mid moves that the Tekken characters have are a lot safer than what the Street Fighter characters have. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, like Ryu's low roundhouse, obviously it's very punishable. You can punish things on with that. Kazuya doesn't seem punishable at all. Really? Yeah, so, and Nina... Um, her up forward one in, in this game, it hits low. It hits low and it, and it goes what? over low X. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: wow, it's that low sounds low. cheap.
1: And you could actually combo into it. So, they, I mean, there's like some give and take with with uh, hit properties. Mm-hmm. And I, I still think the second characters have a chance. The only thing that sucks is you can't really hit confirm. <laughs>
0: now, uh, uh, that's, that's interesting and it reminds me that uh,
1: personally, when I started playing
0: Street Fighter Four way long ago, uh, the biggest problem I had with it is that I felt like you defensively you were very limited and like there, it was difficult to deal with like fireballs if you were a character that didn't have them. Now it seems like all of the Tekken characters, at least so far don't have any fireballs. Do you feel like the Tekken char- characters are given tools to deal with fireballs in this game?
1: Definitely. I, I, I know for a fact that they can go through fireballs like nothing. Obviously, Kazuya has his electric wing godfist. Anything from the crouch dash will go through a fireball. Really? He has a huge window where he can dash through them. Nina has her crouch dash, too, and Nina's crouch dash goes through fireballs.
0: Really? Okay.
1: <laughs> Marduk's tackle goes through fireballs. <laughs> Damn, so everything goes through fireballs. I like that shit. Bob's crouch dash motions go through fireballs. Um, with I, didn't, I don't think I played any... Fireball characters when I used King. I would I would just jump over and body splash him anyways. But yeah, there was really I, I don't think there's an issue with Fireballs at this point. That is
0: crazy. And you said uh, King Super is a multi throw, right?
1: Yeah, it's a multi throw. It's like a, he slaps him on the chest, then he goes into the multi throw.
0: Interesting. What about Marduk's super?
1: Uh Marduk Super is a tackle to the wall. He kind of looks like a breathless like Abel's breathless. Oh player. yeah, I saw that. I saw that. But th- I saw someone tag off of that. Yeah, actually, you, you you can tag um, you could tag do, do like if you're doing a string tag out and then go into that. So th- th- it's it's pretty cool. There's, since you have meter in the game and you could do the supers instantly, there's a lot of ways you could combo into super. Like Kazuya's super is like a three-hit move into his double eye laser.
0: Yeah, I saw that.
1: So if you're doing a combo and you bound and you're kind of near the corner, you could tag in Kazuya and have him do a super. You'll combo all that. You could you could go crazy with it. It's pretty pretty fun.
0: Wow, so it seems like they're kind of giving you some of the freedom that's in Marvel.
1: Yeah, for the most part. As long as you have the meter, you're able to do it. And like like I said, you, when you tag-cancel, you use meter. But supers also cost one meter, and you have three meters total. So if you build up three meters, you're able to do tag-cancel, tag-cancel, super.
0: Very interesting, dude. That is crazy. Huh. Um Well, is there anything uh, else that we haven't mentioned? I feel like there's so much to talk about that I'm not going to cover at all. Uh, Is there anything else that you noticed about the game that's worth mentioning that we haven't covered?
1: Well, just some things I've been told about the game. Um, Obviously, you're going to have to check it out at E3, -hmm. but it sounds really exciting with the new gameplay systems that they're going to be implementing in the near future.
0: Yeah, stuff that is uh, all on lockdown, right?
1: It's all on lockdown right now. I mean, I wish I could talk about it, but... E3 is not that far away. It's June seventh through 9th. we're going to see a lot of stuff on this game.
0: It's around the corner, and you know, um, something that I did read actually, I was uh, reading on shoryuken.com and I noticed that there was an interview with Ono, and he was mentioning that people would expect them to select characters that are uh, that would fit in the Street Fighter universe, but I that he he mentioned that that's exactly what they're not going to do, and they're going to pick characters that are. Really obscure and just abstract and difficult to implement in the Street Fighter universe because they feel like it will be uh, more exciting in the end. So that's really interesting um to hear from him. It's very, uh, it, it kind of really gets you, you know, gets you excited to see what the hell they're going to do, who they're going to pick, and, you know, I'm really amped up. And they're supposed to show a lot of new characters at E3, too, right?
1: Yeah, and, um, if you if you look at it it's kind of very uncharacteristic of what Capcom has done in the past usually they would release like two characters at a time if you saw all the teasers for like vs. Capcom they would just do two characters at a time right for, for this game they, they released like what six characters for each yeah, don't know the, at captivate and they said they're gonna kind of continue with that trend where they announced batches of characters instead of just doing like one or two at a time and another thing worth noting is Ono-san mentioned this I don't know if it's, if it's on any website or anything but he said, that uh, Street Fighter Cross Tekken is definitely going to have a huge roster, probably more than any other current fighting game on the market right now. That is... I heard, I heard that, and I didn't believe it. I was like, that's impossible. I that believe it. The game's out next year, so I believe it. That is crazy, dude.
0: I mean, do you know how many characters are in Marvel? Uh, there's
1: 33,
0: I think. So then Tekken has the most characters.
1: Right now, Tekken has 40... Was it 40 characters, including the variations? I, I think, think it's 40.
0: 40 not including... Like if you don't include, of course, like Kuma and Panda, I think it's forty.
1: Okay, then if we get, if we're looking forward to forty, I'm mean, I'm guessing twenty from each side, which is definitely doable. Just seeing what the roster was for Street Fighter Four and what the Tekken roster has, so I'm I'm pretty sure they could do more than forty.
0: Off the top of your head, can you think of uh, how many characters are in AE?
1: Uh, there's thirty six. Oh, actually, they added four. Oh yeah,
0: that's right. So there's forty in AE, huh?
1: There's, there should be forty in AE. There was thirty six in Super Street Fighter Four, and then they're adding four more. So, yeah,
0: 30, right. 40. Wow, well, that's a lot of characters, man. And, you know, that's... I, I personally like that. I The more, the merrier. I want Tag 2 to have a million characters in it. I want, you know, the, the more characters, the merrier. That's how I feel. As long as it's balanced, but,
1: I mean... Yeah, I, with Tekken 6, I felt totally overwhelmed at the amount of characters when it first came out on console. I was like, oh my god, I have to learn all these characters. <laughs> and I don't think that's a bad thing. It, it, I mean... It's good, I mean, because you learn a lot. I mean, you always see something new when you play the game, especially if you have a, a good community that likes to use different characters or they like to switch switch over to cheap stuff to try to trick you if you have, like, a Rickstar around or something like that. <laughs> Shout-out to Ricky. But, yeah, I mean, I, I'm a fan of it. The more variety, the better.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. I feel like it makes the game, like, have a longer, more vibrant lifespan, and it just makes it more fun in general. Um, But that's really cool, man So, I, you know, anything else to kind of wrap things up Before I ask you to call someone a bitch?
1: <laughs> oh, man, that again Um, No, I mean, I, 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 as a Tekken fan And also as someone that has to deal with a lot of stuff going on in the Street Fighter community mm-hmm. I am super pumped up for this game I'm really looking forward to seeing it at E3 And I, I can't wait
0: Yeah, I, I completely agree with you, man This is This is one for the record books I feel everyone should... Just really uh, keep an eye on this one because, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to compare it to. I've been trying to think of how to it's like this, this peanut butter and jelly. Like, whoever <laughs> thought of that shit is just a genius, you know, and they're putting these two franchises together. So, I don't know. I'm amped up, too. But, um, uh, you know what? I know Nate Monster is there next to you. So, I'm going to ask both of you to call someone a bitch.
1: You first. Then <laughs> uh, before we Before we start calling people bitches. Uh, uh We get to that. I just also wanted to comment. um, Dude, this is like a great time to be a fighting gamer. I haven't been this excited in a while. It's probably been maybe like five or so years since I was so excited for a fighting game to come out that wasn't Tekken. I
0: definitely agree with you, man. Honestly, I think on a regular basis, I think that I wish I was like 15 right now because I fucked up getting born 10 years earlier than I should have, you know, because right now is. Just the best time to be a fighting game player, and there's so much coming out. I totally agree. Oh, man, I'm, I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, you know, well, trust me, I'm getting old, too. No joke, dude, three days ago, I found a gray hair in my beard. No joke.
1: Oh, dude, you I'm, just dropped your you sock
0: belly. <laughs> devastated, dude. I couldn't believe it. I pulled that shit out right away, dude, and I, I bought a ton of Just For Men.
1: Oh, man. Yeah, devastating. Anyway,
0: man, call someone a bitch, dude.
1: All right, I'm gonna get Nate in here so we can call someone a bitch too. But right now, who do I feel like calling a bitch? Hmm. Give me some inspiration. It's gotta be from the heart. It has to be from the heart.
0: Yeah, and it's it's gotta be someone you really think is a bitch, and it probably it could be someone from like a current event,
1: maybe like hmm, I don't know. What's up? Like Team Hori. Now you already called him a bitch. There's no repeats. Oh. I never called him a bitch. I called out... Who did I call out last time? I called out Triforce. Didn't I? And Empire Arcadia? Yeah, but you called Hori a bitch, too. No, I didn't. Well, you I can't love- call Hori a bitch. You always call him a bitch. <laughs> All right. Oh, Potato Head. He's a oh. bitch.
0: <laughs> oh, man. speaking I mean, of bitch, I you about that. Uh, are you guys going to start doing uh, something with the internet?
1: Yes, we are. We are planning on doing uh, a content-driven show called The Test Stream, featuring Potato Head and Mark Mann.
0: Very good, very good. Is uh, alcohol going to be involved, or is that just the episode two specialty?
1: That was just the, the test of The Test Stream. I didn't expect AJ to get that drunk on the air.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, uh, I'm, I've
0: so far I'm 100% success ratio on watching those, and I'm already a fan. And uh, if I'm able to, I will definitely call in and talk shit on your uh, test stream show. For those people who don't know, uh, tell them what happens on the test stream, how it works.
1: Pretty much right now, the test stream, we don't have the content in place yet. We're going to kind of announce what the format of the show is going to be. But pretty much, we like to take calls and talk to people in the community, within the gaming industry, and just have them talk about anything. I mean, the first time we, ha- we had the show, we had Marn call in, and you guys know how crazy Marn is, <laughs> and it got hilarious, and we ended up calling random girls, and then Eris got on, put Sherry on blast, it was amazing.
0: <laughs> you know, for those people uh, listening, uh, the test stream, it, it starts out about video games, but quick, quickly becomes a sexual content, and like, just all kinds of homo, crazy stuff, it's like, all over the place, it's really entertaining, so uh, I
1: highly recommend it, and uh, now, uh, oh yeah,
0: you didn't call anyone a bitch, did you?
1: I oh, did, I yeah, did. Potato's a bitch because he got drunk on the test stream test show, and he's doing a poor job dealing with his girl situation.
0: Well, uh, I agree with you. He is a bitch. Uh, you know, he also- He can't pronounce his name either. Yeah, what is up with that, dude? That guy, anyway. Yeah, he's a bitch. Uh, and, uh, Nate Monster, are you there? Yes. (laughs) Yes, you sound like a Mexican, dude. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) <laughs> Alright man, call someone a bitch since you're there Mark the
1: bitch Damn
0: <laughs>
1: That was too good dude, I can't go off while I'm at work I, I, Oh man I'm gonna deal with this later
0: I like how uh, Nate Monster was like collateral damage He was like the collateral damage guest on the podcast And he just called the real guest a bitch
1: Too good dude Too good Dude, that's fucked up <laughs> Well,
0: uh thank you very much, Markman, for coming on the podcast. And uh, you know, I mean, I always call you a legend and I really get tired of sucking your dick all the time, but you really do a lot for the fighting game community and uh you know, I don't know where we'd be without you right now. I mean, so you know, just keep up the good work and uh don't cut your hair. <laughs> and um Nave Monster needs to grow a beard. And uh, he can't
1: he can't <laughs> <laughs> I'll let him borrow some of mine, dude. All
0: right.
1: So <laughs> well, I appreciate you again having me on the show and everything that's going on with the fighting game scene. I love being a part of. I mean, I'm really glad that Madcats has kind of empowered me to kind of do what I want to do, and and they believe in me to do what I think is right with the fighting game scene. I think I'm doing an okay job. I just want to be able to support it more, support more games, except for Arcana Heart.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Damn! I
1: didn't realize we agree on so many. uh dimensions
0: of fighting games wow i agree with you on that one
1: but yeah you definitely got the right man dude if i really wanted to support arcana heart i would have hoped that they put it out on disc for both 360 and ps3 instead of just having it as dlc for one console which is kind of i think it's a bad business move but then again there's a lot of factors that could have gone into that so that's that's neither here nor there
0: so you're calling them a bitch too huh
1: whatever (laughs) (laughs) who makes that game by the way uh, it's, uh, made by, um, well, it's going to be published in the U.S. by Axis Games. And okay. I forgot the name of the developer. It's Examu in Japan. Examu. Yep.
0: Wow, that sounds like high quality. Um, so I presume we can't be, we won't be expecting a Mad Cat's Examu, Arcana Heart
1: TE, right? No, but, um, you can stop by the Comic-Con room in, uh, in, at San Diego Comic-Con and probably check out the latest stuff from Axis Games. We'll be there. Excellent. So, yeah, even though I called you guys bitches, you guys are still welcome. <laughs> no, you called uh, Arcana Heart Axamu bitches. There you go. Yeah. Actually, I, the game's not that bad. I have it on PS3. I imported it when it came out. It's not that bad. It's only out on PS3, huh? For the In the U.S., it's only going to be out on PS3. Very interesting. Well, I don't know shit about that game,
0: so I'm not going to comment too heavily, but I'm not buying it. I'll tell you that much. Anyway, well, thank you again, man, for coming on. And, you know, you're always welcome on the podcast, and I really appreciate it. There's so many things you could plug, and you could tell people to buy all this shit. And I just feel like you could be on here for another 20 minutes talking about all the different things you do for the community. But it ain't going to happen because I'm running the show, Mark.
1: Well, I just want to say one more thing. I think we're both going to be at E3, and we have a lot of cool stuff to talk about when we get there.
0: I am going to say that E3 is going to be dope.
1: That's all I gotta
0: say. I haven't been to E three since the last time I went to E three was when they had Soul Calibur Three and the producer of Soul Calibur Three was there. That was the last time I went. It was a long time ago.
1: Okay Going by history then, going by history, maybe you shouldn't go otherwise we might get another Soul Calibur Three.
0: No well <laughs> Yeah, hopefully that doesn't happen and hopefully Soul Calibur Three sucking wasn't my fault somehow, but Um, let me tell you, I haven't been this interested in an event in a very long time. This one is going to be just amazing. It's going to be too fucking good. I'm going to have to wear a condom walking around in E3, let me tell you. So, it's going to be
1: good. Well, then I'll leave my pants down. Oh, my.
0: We always have to say something gay every time we're around each other. Jesus Christ. It's expected. All right, man. Well, thank you again. And thank you, uh, Nate Monster, collateral guest. Uh, for coming on the podcast, dude. I really appreciate it, man. It was fun. Thanks for having us. Shut up. (laughs) All right, guys. You guys take it easy. We'll see you soon. Later. Later.